Let's go to Mission, where on Tuesday, the school board in that community banned a group called Action for Canada for what it says presents information that targets and discriminates and and triggers trauma. The group has also been accused of presenting misinformation. Now, yesterday, uh, Global News Online reported that Chilliwack RCMP took the unusual unusual, um, moment of confirming that books in that community's school library do not, in fact, contain child pornography. That announcement came after the detachment received a complaint uh, that um, that uh, the school allegedly contained schools um, the school library contained child pornography. Uh, the Action for Canada website uh, it certainly talks about the organization to a certain degree. The release in regards to that allegation came off the Chilliwack school trustee Heather Moss posted to Facebook to say a member of the group Action for Canada had filed a complaint with the Chilliwack Mounties. The group itself. Uh, on its website, lists a number of target issues it focuses on, including COVID-19 vaccine mandates, political LGBTQ activism, critical race theory, and 5G technology, uh, among many other things. Joining us now to talk a little bit about uh, the organization and the move by the school district to ban uh, the organization for a month for, from its meetings is Shelley Carter. She is the chair of the Mission School Board. Ms. Carter, thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Jess. Good afternoon, and Ace Can you please tell me, first and foremost, was there a particular event or moment that convinced you that the banning, that you had to ban this group? Well, they, so we had the group show up in December mm-hmm. uh, at our in-person meeting, at our public meeting, and were very, quite disruptive at the end of, the, of our meeting, and um, it took us quite a while to ask them to leave the building. And you know they were they were upset and and that so we we tried to um, answer their questions but it's very interesting the questions and I kept having to tell them that the questions needed to be you know pertained to the agenda so we had to adjourn and uh, and then have them uh, we you know sort of help them walk out of the building mm-hmm. um, and so when we had them uh, we had two of the representatives uh, meet. Uh, our senior admin and um, sort of, you know, say that they would like to present to us a verbal report. And so um, they, we, uh, they'd given, they'd given presentation procedures. So on January the 10th, um, they came and presented at our committee as a whole, which is a zoom. Mm-hmm. And the, the one representative has quite a language barrier. So she had asked if another lady could come and speak with, you know, speak on her behalf. And so she came to the meeting, and they were both there on Zoom and said, um, you know, I think I can do it now. So she started speaking, and because of the language barrier, the other lady asked if she could share a, um, a PowerPoint of what we understood was the words that she was saying. So they put it up. Uh, we, let, we allowed the PowerPoint. And um, that became, after about three frames, um, became um, clear that they were, you know, sharing a screen with, you know, hateful and disturbing information. Um, Myself and another trustee, um, you know, were saying, you know, you cannot show this. And we have, you know, children on our our Zoom calls that could possibly be in the room with the parents. And and so we took it down quickly. we apologized to the, the group, and and so 
this is what led to our banning. They broke our presentation procedures, our meeting procedures, and so led to the ban for Tuesday night meeting. Now, in past uh, news organizations that have covered this group, uh, and when you look at their group's website from July, Global News has reported that they refer to the Canadian government as domestic terrorists who are radicalizing Canadian children and youth through the education system yeah. and using them as agents of change to advance sort of a global agenda, I guess, to deconstruct deconstruct societal norms. I think that's the term that they use. Yeah. So is the, in this case, I just want to, and, and, and I don't need to get into the absolute specifics here, but would, would you describe the information that they were providing? Was it anti-LGBTQ? Uh, it was. It was pornographic. It was was it was just very disturbing um, material. So that's why it did not stay on the screen for very long. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, no, it was taken down quite quite. But yeah, they they deliberately, you know, were showing this to to I think get a reaction. And have they spoken on the uh, Soji program as well uh, in the in the year in your mind? Uh, yes, they're they're against anything to do with uh, trans, uh, gender, LGBTQ, 2F. Um, uh, they're, you know, with the banning of the books, they want this happening. They have the, the thought that, that Soji is being taught in school. Soji is a um, resource for our teachers. Um, so, it's, it, yeah, it's very interesting. They're sort of closed mind on how they see things. Now, uh some would argue in a democracy, uh, you, we, we aren't going to agree on everything. And you do have to be patient and tolerant and listen to people's views, and particularly when you're in public office like yourself yep. and, and your fellow, fellow colleagues. Um, how difficult was it a decision in regards to banning this organization for a year from school board meetings? Any decision like this is, is difficult. But, you know, to we had discussion. We had really good discussion. All five trustees are in um, – in step with each other on how we feel about our school district values, that we uh, look at the lens of equity, diversity, and inclusion. Um, we don't have any any thoughts that um, that that we agree with any of what this group has to offer, and so we want to make sure that our students, our staff, and our parents that come to our meetings feel safe. And do not have to be, you know, with this aggressive group coming and wanting to um, have their, you know, hateful propaganda platform. What do you think is driving this? Where I'm coming from on this is that there been, there, the, the U.S. culture war, the broader culture war in the U.S. is playing out in many cases at our schools, at schools, in many school districts across the United States. This organization and many others like it have run many people to run in, run in various school district races in the last municipal elections in October. Um, at its core, because you've seen this in front of you, do you believe the culture wars are now being played out in school districts across this province? Well, I, I can say, and I can't speak for, but I can say that before, while we were in campaign mode, if you want to say before the election, I did have an individual reach out to me. I did talk to him. He did not say he was from Action for Canada, but he did give me insight to that they were, um, they're, they're coming with, um, you know, um, representatives from these types of groups that ran in this last election, 
We do have three in BC in different districts um, that made it, you know, in, they got voted in. And then he also told me that the next election, they, they, their focus was school, school board trustees this time, and that their focus was um, school board trustees and councilmen and, and councilwomen the next time. So the next election. What is driving this in your mind? Your school board chair, uh, as I've said before, the group itself on their website talks about COVID-19 vaccine mandates, political LGBTQ activism. They're, they're, they question critical race theory, uh, 5G technology. I was reading, reading another article, even the idea or concept of a 15-minute city, basically saying that let's, let's live, walk and play and have grocery stores and banks. Everything that we do should be within 15 minutes. So you're much more efficient and it's better for community and all those types of things. So they're not even, I guess they view that everything is sort of a global agenda, a broad agenda by government. Um, at its core, what do you think is driving this in your mind as an individual who looks at this? What do you think drives this? Uh, I think it's the, the way they think of their, their values. Um, uh, a lot of Christian faith-based um, groups. Now I'm not saying they're all, they're all like this for sure. But I think some of it's that. And we do see, you know, we've got social media. It's, and it's easy to, you know, sort of chat back and forth. They see on the media what's happening in the States. And they have, everybody's got different values. So I think when we get, we look globally and you've got, you know, the, the ease of social media, the ease of creating groups on Facebook. Um, I just think that that's where, you know, they find like-minded, you know, people, mm-hmm. and this and this is sort of where it's coming from. And they they hold values that other people do not. They're they're closed on their on their um, thoughts. Now, I, I can't speak for any of them because I don't agree with what they they they're having to offer with, you know, wanting to be um, the way they are with our anybody that's different. Ms. Carter, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you.